Welcome to the Surrounded by Valor podcast. My name is Mary. The definition of valor is courage in the face of danger. I try to surround myself with people who embody valor because they help me become better and hopefully you too. My intention with this podcast is to share thoughts, stories, and conversations that will inspire, educate, and enlighten all of us. Stories of regular people like you and me who've had extraordinary experiences. As the saying goes, nobody rides for free. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and thanks so much for joining us. Hello and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have an episode of listener questions. I put out an Ask Me Anything over on Instagram and I got some really great questions. Um, my interviews that I had scheduled, I had to push back a little bit, just working on a little um, certification for work that uh, is taking up a little more of my time than I thought. So um, those will be coming, but they are pushed back. All right. So first question, what race is on your bucket list that you've never done that you would like to do? I really had to think about this one. And let me just pull this up so I say it correctly. The race that is in my bucket list that I've not done is called the Traverse du Lac de Annecy. Basically, it is a swim across Lake Annecy, which is in France. My sister lives in France. And the year of that the pandemic happened, we had planned a trip to go over. And Annecy is a city in France. I think it's south of Paris. Um, that my sister describes as like a, the Lake Placid of France. Um, I think she knows that while Paris would be great for me, that I'd be more into this. And there was a race that I, I don't know if they have it anymore, that we were going to do, my sister, my husband, and I, where we somehow did a relay swim across this lake. Um, and the pandemic took care of all of that, but they still do have that swim race. So I'm hoping in the near future to get over there finally and do it. So that's my big bucket list race. In terms of triathlons and such, um, I kind of do all the ones on my bucket list. This year, my bucket list was um, Ironman Chattanooga, and uh, hopefully that'll happen in September. So yeah, good question. Second question is, how do I bike with my friends if they are faster or slower than me? This is another really good question. There's a couple of great things that you can do, little tricks that you can use. If you're riding with people who are slower than you, um, you can stay the entire ride in your small chain ring. In this instance, a lot of people think that they had a successful ride because of your pace or your speed. If you have a heart rate monitor, pop yourself into your small chain ring and see if you can hit your heart rate targets that way. That'll help you, you know, go a little bit slower. Don't worry about pace. It's really about effort. Um, if you're riding with people that are faster, um, what you can do is kind of make a little plan of, um, I know that we're going to separate, so maybe every half hour the faster people loop around, or you could even do this if you're the faster person, loop around or kind of have a checkpoint um, to meet up. I think that cycling outside is so much fun, especially when you're doing it with friends and I think that you can be any speed and do it together. You don't have to ride necessarily in a group the entire time. So give yourself that option to have like different speeds, meet up, play around with your gearing, um, because it, it is something really fun that you can do with friends. 
Next question is, can you do a whole episode on HRV, body battery, and all of those things? Yes, I will love to do that. Um, it'll take me a lot of a little bit of preparation. So what I'll do today is say this. Um, I track metrics. I was tracking it using a Garmin. And Garmin offers a couple of different options for doing that. Um, they have what's called a body battery. Most models have this, where it takes into consideration HRV, resting heart rate, and your strain and things like that. And they, they put it into this measurement called the body battery. And it'll it's on a scale of 1 to 100%. And depending on you know what happens, you'll get a score of like, I don't know, your body battery is 92% today or 50% today. It also does measure sleep and things like that. Um, I just started up with my coach again, and she utilizes the Whoop Strap. And the Whoop Strap measures almost all of the same things as the Garmin does. It just measures them separately. So in the Whoop Strap, you get your HRV, a little bit more sleep detail, um, and all those things. So I personally think that they're extremely comparable, but they just measure different, they measure the same thing in different categories. Um, uh, the, the downfall of the Whoop is it's, you know, 30 bucks a month, which is pretty pricey. But um, I do find that it's extremely helpful if you're looking, especially um, those of us women who are approaching our 50s, <laughs> which I am, um, I'm really looking to use these as a guide as I you know, hit menopause eventually and see how that affects it. But I have been using the Garmin and the Whoop as guides with my coach. The one thing I will say about any device that you do use that tracks sleep or things like that is that that really should be a secondary metric. When you wake up in the morning, you put your feet on the floor, you know exactly how well you slept the night before. Um, and don't discount. Don't say, oh, I thought I slept good, but my body battery was this, or my sleep tracker was this. There are going to be days where you feel amazing and your scores are going to be in the trash and vice versa. So I go with the subjective data, like how am I feeling on a scale of one to five um, in terms of motivation, in terms of um, rest, in terms of um, sleep. And then I'll look at those scores and be like, do they match? Okay. You know, do I need to change anything based on that? Um, so again, I like to use them as a loose guide and yeah, I will do an episode, um, detailing all of those. In the meantime, I've got some really great resources that you can take a look at. Um, so get a pencil or a pen or pull out your phone and write these down in your notes. I'm a super big fan of reading people's sub stacks. Gordo Byrne, G-O-R-D-O-B-Y-R-N, has an excellent substack. He's someone who's he's an endurance coach who's been around forever. And his teachings helped me go from a 1343 Ironman to a Kona qualifier in, in a year. He's really excellent. Along that same theme was his one of his colleagues, another big influence for me is Alan Cousins, C-O-Z-E-N-S. Um Marco Attili and Max Stoneberg are the four substacks that I really love to read. They give a lot of insight. They go through a lot of like how to interpret metrics. They're very big into lactate threshold or lactate testing, which I'm not, but um, but that doesn't matter because their teaching is excellent. And so you can get a little bit more on body batteries and um, 
recovery metrics from them until I get my act together and get an episode together on that. All right, next question. Mayor, I saw on Instagram that you're working with your coach again. I thought you were self-coached. Such a good question. Thanks for that question. Um, Yeah, I've been self-coached for a while. And before the pandemic or during the pandemic, I was working with my friend Jessica Jones-Langley. She's based out of Tulsa. Um, We just really clicked. Um, Then my husband developed cancer. My dad got sick. So I put a pause on everything. Um, and then I got injured. So when I got injured last year, it was my big goal to like, once I got through Texas 70.3, if I got through it healthy, it was kind of like my carrot to work for, then I could start working with her again. So right after Texas, we started up, um, and we've had, I think it's just been, it's only been five or six weeks between, um, Texas and Chattanooga coming up. So it's been super fun. I've done, She's cleaned me up a lot uh, and going to help me build really. The big goal this year is Chattanooga 70 or Chattanooga, Ironman Chattanooga. And then I'm going to look at um, heightening my performance, I could say, in 2024 when I'm the big 5-0. So yeah, that's, uh, I don't, I don't even remember where I met Jess, but she's just a really good fit for me. I've been really, really fortunate in my triathlon career to work with some amazing coaches. I've honestly never had a bad coach. Um, I, I've just been so lucky and found I've learned so much from everybody. So I like to have a coach to kind of keep me on track um, from overdoing things, which I have a really bad tendency to do. A lot of us do. Um, and just to kind of have someone to bounce questions off, especially as we head towards um, Ironman Chattanooga. All right, next question. I saw on Instagram that you've changed your nutrition strategy since Texas. What you got going on? Yeah, I am someone who has had chronic issues with GI distress in races. Back in the early 2000s, I had a lot of success with um, a product called CarboPro, which was straight up maltodextrin. I don't think that they make it anymore. Um, then I did really well with Power Bar Endurance, I think it was. I do fine in a 70.3 on Gatorade Endurance and Goo, to be honest. However, when it comes to the Ironman distance, um, you know, six hours of drinking Gatorade on the bike really uh, turns into a GI mess for me. So I happened upon a product called Scratch Super High Carb, and it's an isotonic drink that packs a lot of punch. And by isotonic, I mean it doesn't require um, a chaser with water to dilute it in your stomach. So um, yeah, that's been really a game changer for me. I'm going to employ it uh, next week at Ironman Chattanooga and see how it goes. Um, If I can just use something different for the bike. I can easily use Gatorade Endurance for the marathon. The other thing that I tried at Texas, which I was really surprised that I liked, were the Martin gels. Um, Not only are they like crazy expensive, but they have this really strange texture. It's a cross between a gel and jello, and they don't have a flavor. And um, I, I don't even know why I grabbed one to try one, but I almost gagged when I took it at first because of the texture, but not the flavor. Um, but once you kind of get over that, those were really good. The problem is they're super expensive. So try to use them on race day off the race course. Another gel that I've had uh, really good success with recently is the Ucan gel, also an isotonic 
gel. So typically a gel is like, you can think of it as concentrated calories. So if you take like a goo gel, then you got to chase it down with like eight ounces of water so that it dilutes and digests properly. Well, the Morton gels and um, the Ucan gels are isotonic, so you can just take them straight and not chase them. Um, so they're a little bit easier to use. Um, in my opinion, they're a little bit easier on my gut. It's amazing the products that are available now. Every, so much has changed. Um, another thing that I've been using that I really like, not anything to do with nutrition, but it's a, a Garmin product called, the I think it's called Varia. It's a light that goes on the back of your bike, connects to your bike computer on the front, all wireless. Um, and it, if you can picture your screen, like say your computer screen is like a square, it'll detect a car coming and there'll be this little dot that goes up the left-hand side of your screen and shows you like, you'll be able to see when the car is about to pass you, gives you an alert. It's also a camera and you can set it up like mine is set up. It, it's a camera and a light and it flashes. And when it, when it senses the car, it starts flashing faster and then it starts recording. Um, so it's also a camera and a light so that, you know, it's not going to prevent a car from hitting me, but it will, you know, give my family evidence should something happen. Um, but it's amazing because I've used a lot of lights and camera devices over the years, and this is light, wireless, it's just plug and play like so many things are. Back in the day, every bike computer we had, every power meter was like wired, you had to plug in, you had to do all this stuff. So it's really interesting these days just how simple and clean everything is. Um, but that's another product that just popped into my head since we're talking about new products. All right, I'm going to save a couple more questions for the next episode. Hopefully I'll be able to record next week. Um, my crew and I are heading to Chattanooga 70.3 next weekend. Um, our biggest, my biggest aim is to scout out for the Ironman course, try out nutrition and just kind of see how things are feeling. Um, I'm kind of in an interesting year. I have some real performance goals for next year. As I said, I was turning 50. So I'm really using this year and last year's, you know, last year I was competing really to kind of get through my father's passing. Um, so I'm doing much better this year. I really appreciate um, all of the help and um, support that I've gotten through losing my dad. It's been unbelievable. Um, you know, not, not everyone gets to have a dad like I did. So I'm super grateful that, it, you know, that everyone was here. And I, I can't thank you enough. This year, I'm kind of getting my feet under me again, got over my running injury, and I'm just trying to build to have a successful, hopefully it's my final Ironman. I think 10 is good. I think I've said before, 70.3 distance is what I really like. So I like to be able to travel to those with my friends. So next year, I'm really hoping to be able to up my performance and things like that. But um, it's so much fun to be able to go to these races. It always feels like a privilege. And um, it's definitely one I do not take for granted. So I can't wait to tell you about it. I've heard so many good things about Chattanooga and I'm just super eager to get there and share the course with great people and great athletes from all over the country. So if you're going to be in Chattanooga, hit me up and say hi. And I hope uh, we'll chat on the other side of the race when we'll answer some more listener questions. Feel free to shoot them over to me if you've got some. They're so fun to answer. I hope you have a really great week. I hope you are safe on the roads and we'll talk again soon.